All right, good morning. This is James Bell, and this is my podcast on apologies. Today I will be interviewing a person that is very important to me, very near and dear, and that is my wife, Mrs. Nedra Bell. Apologies. The definition of apology from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary is an admission of error or discourtesy accompanied by an expression of regret. When I refer to our textbook, Conflict and Communication, written by Fred Jant, we see that there are several different forms that an apology can take can take place. Um, there can be a general apology. For example, if you are stepping on a crowded elevator and you step on someone's foot, you may say, excuse me, or I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, and that's very impersonal. There's also an apology form where someone suffers a loss. Maybe someone has lost a pet or lost a family member and you would apologize, say, I'm really sorry for your loss. For the, for the purpose of what we're doing here today, uh, we're going to do more personal apologies as they show up in our relationships. We're going to look for effective apologies. We don't want to have an apology where you're saying something like, if I hurt your feelings, I'm sorry, uh, because that's a very conditional type of apology. That infers that if I didn't hurt your feelings, I'm not sorry about it. Or it also implies that maybe the person who you're apologizing to has very sensitive feelings. We also learned in our textbook that there are there is a wide range when it comes to apologies. A highly effective apology is one that is a full-blown apology. Uh, you are gonna. You're requesting forgiveness. You want to refrain from the bad behavior. Um, you can also have an apology that has an excuse with it, and regret. Meaning the other person did something that made you upset, and you're apologizing for that. But really, their behavior is what caused the infraction. And that scale can go all the way down to a low effectiveness where there's justification. So an example of that would be like, well, if you hadn't done A, B, and C, then I wouldn't have reacted in this kind of way. That's a very ineffective way to apologize. So that'll bring me into my topic today, which is apologies and specifically apologies as they show up in a family and marriage situation. There's a quote from a 1970s film entitled Love Story that was directed by Arthur Hiller, starring Ally McGraw and Ryan O'Neill. A very famous quote that says, love is never saying that you're sorry. There are several layers to this interpretation. But one 
is that when people love each other, they don't need the gratification of the other person offering an apology. So let's get into it. Right now, I'd like to introduce, as promised, the queen of my home and my castle, uh, my wife, Mrs. Nedra Bell. Good morning, babe. Hi. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for taking some time with me out of your busy schedule this morning. You're welcome. Uh, so, as you've heard me talking, we're talking about apologies and how they take form. And I wanted to talk about apologies in marriage. So, first, when you were young, or as you were growing up, how were apologies modeled in your home and in your family? Well, uh, my mother is pretty overbearing and takes the lead and everything. My dad's pretty passive on most things. So the apologies would typically come from him, from something that he messed up or forgot or didn't do to her satisfaction. So that's where I heard most of my apologies coming from. Um, I can't really remember hearing my mom apologize for anything. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's just, that's the way it was. Okay. Um, when I grew up in my family, I never heard apologies. All I heard was pretty much excuses or reasons. So that would come from the low effectiveness. It was always somebody else's fault or um, there just was no apology offered at all. There's a whole nother thing that I've been seeing when I research, which is over-apologizing, which makes them ineffective. If you apologize for absolutely everything, it kind of loses it. But that's that's a whole nother area we could get into. Um, so it seems like we, we had a little bit different models growing up. So in yeah. our marriage, specifically with you and I, isn't it? And I think I know the answer to this, but we're just going to do it for the people. Is an apology important to you? Meaning if I do something, is it important to you that I apologize? And if I don't apologize, what does that say to you? How does that make you feel? Uh, I am my mother's child, and it is very important for me to hear an apology if I feel I've been wronged. Uh, not hearing it is, it's it's not just that you didn't apologize. It's a sign that you don't care and my feelings don't matter. And it's a, it's, it's a whole lot rolled into just an apology for me. Uh, so it's a, it's a big deal when I personally don't hear it. Yes. Yes. I <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> um, and I understand. For me, it's, I guess because of my upbringing, it's not always as important. It it seems like something that has kind of become more important as, you know, with our particular love language and how we have related over the last 10 years. Um, but I don't take it as 
as that deep if if I don't really get an apology back. Um, apologizing to something, apologizing to my wife is something that I can say that I have definitely learned to do and have had to learn to do in listening to her um, because I know that it is something that, as she just explained, is something that is important to her. So we can, we, um, we, it is something that's a work in, pro- in progress with her. Um, the last thing I want to touch on is, comes from a book entitled The Science of Trust, Emotional Attunement for Couples. It's a book written by Dr. John M. Gottman. And in it, we see the seven effective ways to apologize to your partner. As I said, there are some very ineffective ways of apologizing where you're almost putting the blame for your indiscretion on the other person. So these seven effective ways are ways to make sure you're not causing further damage and that you are taking responsibility and accountability. Number one, identify two reasons that you feel sorry for the hurt or the behavior that you caused to your partner. Number two, accept responsibility for your hurtful actions or words. Acknowledge that you messed up, basically. Number three, use the words specifically, I am sorry and I was wrong when you apologize. Your apology is more likely to be heard and accepted if you use these words. Number four, explain to your partner how you plan to repair the situation, if it's possible to be done. Number five, describe why you said or did what you did without making an excuse or without blaming the other person. Use I statements rather than you statements. Number six, ask your partner to grant you forgiveness. In that, you need to be specific about your actions and words that need to be forgiven. And number seven, don't let the wounds poison your love for your spouse. This means to be vulnerable and don't let your pride cause you to hold on to just being right. Discussing what happened with your spouse and taking responsibility for your actions will allow you to let go of resentment so you can improve the quality of your relationship. Um, Apologies are a very important part of a strong and healthy marriage. Like I said before, it's not something that I always had or exhibited um, with my wife. It's, It's something that I'm really learning. So this was a great topic for my wife and I to come to with you today. Thank you very much and have a great day.